A couple days ago, I was sitting down with my uh, good friend of mine, and she's been dating this guy for so long, and I've asked her, I was like, when are you guys getting married? She's like, she's waiting for it. It depends on when he's going to get, when he's going to propose. So I didn't know much about him, so I asked her, it's like, is, she, is he Catholic? She goes, no. And I asked her, is that going to be a conflict in your relationship? Is that going to be a challenge in you raising the kids and things like that? And she, she posed a very interesting statement. She said, why we want to give our children the choice in faith. And I, I kind of looked at her funny like, why is that? She says that even in the Catholic Church, there's people not living up to the standard of faith. There's people outside of the Catholic Church who is living such great faith, who's living life of virtue, who's living life of holiness. So therefore, I want our kids to make the choice and decision to enter the faith. There was a book years ago that I read entitled Jesus Greater Than Religion by Jefferson Bethick. He got famous because he did a free-flowing poem when YouTube was just starting off. And his premise in his free-flowing poem was the fact that Jesus came not to establish religion. Jesus came instead to abolish religion. And his idea was the fact that if Catholics, if people in general, were supposed to live up to what Christ taught us, we wouldn't have the issues we would be having. But the problem is structured religion is not helping anyone live up to the standard of Christian faithful. Living out what God has taught us, what Jesus has instilled in each every one of us. And I think a lot of the Catholics here are sitting uncomfortable right now, asking why is Father mentioning this to a group of RCIA candidates and catechumens, right? And I think it's such a powerful reminder for us today. What you have began to do today is accept and admit in front of us that you want to begin this journey of faith. This journey of faith is not an easy one to begin, but it's a heavy and stark reminder for us as faithful Catholics to check ourselves and see how well we are living our faith. Because when the catechumens were asked, I asked them, what do you ask of God's church? The response was faith. What does faith offer you? Eternal life. We as Catholics think that, hold true to that, but some days we forget. We fall short of living out the Catholic faith. We have people from the outside world criticizing, critiquing us for failing to live out the faith. That's a normal thing. Because we hear that very clearly in our first reading today from St. Paul to the Galatians, where he's criticizing the people of Galatia. Why aren't you living up to the standard of faith? You're living driven by the senses. You're living and being driven by your appetites as human beings. 
those are not helping you to live out Christian faith. And secondly, in our gospel reading today, we hear Jesus critique the high priests and the Levites because they are holding undue burden on others. We as faithful sometimes struggle in the fact that I am Catholic, I am born Catholic, therefore I know everything. I know what everyone's supposed to do. I know how to live the Catholic faith better than you. But if we boil it down very simply, we aren't living the Catholic faith. Because St. Paul writes it very simply, living out the faith is with love, with joy, with peace. As parents, when you discipline your kids, or when your kids annoy you, is it a good thing? Are you happy about having to discipline your kids? It really is uncomfortable and uneasy when you have to discipline your kids. But the reason why you discipline your kids is because you love them. You want them to become better. You want and hope that they were at the standard of perfection of excellence that you expected and wanted and hoped for in a child, but they fell short. And Christ realizes and understands how we can fall short of living out a life of holiness, of living out a life of perfection, of being faithful to what God has taught us in scripture, of what God has left us through tradition. But what he did do for us is leave us the sacraments. The sacraments for us are tools in our tool belt to help us become better. I'm gonna go back to the analogy of parents disciplining a child. Once you discipline the child, the first words you hope and want them to say is what? I'm sorry. Because in saying I'm sorry, I recognize how I've fallen short of doing what was expected, of loving someone the way they're intended to be loved. I've fallen short in loving God to the level, to the expectation God was hoping me to be. Christ doesn't walk with us as human beings, as flesh anymore. But what he does is he works through the church, through the sacrament of confession, for us to come to him to apologize and seek reconciliation, to reconcile ourselves with God and with others, asking for his help. So that when you were marked with the sign of the cross, you were reminded that my ears may hear the voice of the Lord that my eyes may see the glory of God, that my lips will respond to the words of God, that my heart will be a place where Christ dwells there by faith, where my shoulders become the bearers of the gentle yoke of Christ, where my hands will become known in the works which I do for you, that, the, that I may walk in the way of Christ. We try, we strive, and we hope to be the best person, the holiest person we are. But because of sin, we fall short of that. 
So Christ leaves us the sacraments to do so. So my dear brothers and sisters, the invitation for us today is we know our faith is leading us to eternal life. Our faith is leading, leading us to perfection. But he doesn't demand us to be perfect today. He calls us and invites us to strive to perfection. So we all, as catechumens, as candidates, as faithful, we all fall short of living out the gospel perfectly. We all fall short of living life to the holiness. But our call and invitation today is to strive and do our best, focus on our life so that we can become perfect. So that when we take our last breath here on earth, we have strived and achieved and attempted to achieve perfection in this world. Through the grace, through the help, and the strength of God's church and through the sacraments. So as you continue these, this journey, my dear brothers and sisters, I ask you to begin that relationship. Begin looking at yourself. Are you ready to take on this faith, this faith that are being held, being passed down by imperfect people, but given to us by our Lord and Savior who is perfect? and is calling us to perfection. Amen.